0: From the 908 Studio, this is Shoot Your Shot, brought to you by 908, where life is great. Welcome back to the show. Shoot Your Shot. Paul said the chosen one, John Grosser, the boss man, John. Vacay number one down. Number one for me. Vacay number oh, I'm two. Number two coming up this week. Oh uh, yeah. See, look at the, look at us though. We're nice guys because. We could have just gone on one double vacation, me and you, just Mm -hmm. tear it up for Mm -hmm. you know a week, but no. We elongate the content. One week from me, one week from you. What a time.
2: Well, Mexico gets us for two weeks total.
0: Yeah, which is what they need and what we need.
2: Uh what was what was the thing that I invented that we never followed through on like the day before vacation I shouldn't be working? Like, today, I should not be worrying.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a... You invented that, like, a, two years ago. Yeah, it
2: was a good idea.
0: It was...
2: It's... If you're going on vacation, then the few days before vacation, you swap jobs with someone.
0: Yeah. You, it, it's so like that a, you're still...
2: So work's still getting done. No one's taking vacation days, but you're but you're not living
0: your normal life. Right. Because what we said was... You don't even work the two days before you go on vacation exactly. because you're in vacation mode. But if you were working for somebody else, somebody mm-hmm. else's job, that's basically like a va- a job vacation. Yeah.
2: It's a job vacation. You, you're you
0: working somebody that else's job. That is genius. Job. We need to set up that program. Yeah, I think that's a I great I should be driving
2: yeah. a truck right now. It's, it's that simple. I, it
0: would, dude. And you would have a blast. And I'd get the shift done. Yeah. Easy. And somebody would get your job done. Oh, send an email. I mean, anybody can do it. Anybody can do this job. <laughs> uh, John, I came back from Mexico.
2: First of all, I didn't think you were going to get back. I didn't think you were going to come back.
0: I didn't want to. It looked unreal. I didn't want to. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Mexico. Let me tell you something about me. If you gave me three years in Mexico, I'd be the president. I could be the president of Mexico if you gave me three years. People liked you? I was a hero to these people. (laughs) I was heroic. To the other Americans in Mexico? To them? To the Mexicans? (laughs) Just a guy that you can look up to. I'm ho it's hope that's what yeah. it is. it's just hope mm-hmm. They love me the most because I, had, I have a decent accent, you know what I mean? I could speak a little Spanish, and I'd start speaking with them, and then they'd start rattling it off like oh, I st- yeah. spoke Spanish, and I was like, well, I mean, I don't speak a lot, but they were like, wow, I like your accent a lot yeah. of them, a lot of English speakers out there in, in Mexico, oh, but holy shit, what a time Cancun, huh Cancun like I think the all inclusive was. It was so good that it was bad. Wait, 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 so tell me what this means. You had free drinks? Just for, I just go up there. What? You just go up and say, hey, can I get a margarita on the rocks, please? You make it a double, boom. Double margarita. No, and no one at this whole resort is paying. Nobody's paying. I mean, you got to tip your guys. Oh. You know, because it's back. Look, let me tell you something about what we ask about the how's the peso doing. The dollar bill's doing a great job out there in So is Mexico. everything cheap as shit? Everything's cheap as shit, but if you give a guy two bucks for a nice little tip, making you a nice little cocktail, that's a lot of money to that guy. So He he appreciates it.
2: How much did you ever go outside the resort?
0: I did once. See, that, that was my only knock was I would like to go out more often. Mm. You know, to a nice little hole-in-the-wall taco spot or something. You're an explorer. I like being out there with the people, John. Yeah. I like mingling with people out there, and I know you do too. Well, that's a big
2: part of politics if you're going to become the president. Exactly. I mean, everyone can control their little domain. How do you do when you get out in other people's lives, though? It, huh? Exactly. I, and I, you know what? Did you know go what to
0: farmer's markets? Did I go to one? No, yeah. I didn't, and that's what I would want to do. See, darn. Mingle with the people. I'm a guy's guy. I'm yeah. a people person, John. And I would have excelled out there. I did go to Gosumel. That's what you call it, Cozumel. It's like a little island. It's basically the Catalina of Mexico.
2: Well, I saw you on a boat, and I thought to myself, I'm glad he's out there because this guy's not only a fisher, he's a fisher of men.
0: Yes, I am.
2: He's a man of the people, and you need to be out there fishing.
0: I was on a what you call a catamaran, John. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what the rich people call it. Uh, the, blue, the water, I've never even seen a color like that. Turquoise? Just It wasn't even turquoise. It was just like this. It looked like a Jolly Rancher blue. you know. Indigo. They, when your tongue changes color, mm. that's kind of what it looked like. Mm-hmm. It was incredible out there. Water was warm. People wow. were great. You hopped right in, huh? Oh, hop, hopped right in. I went, uh, not scuba diving. What's the other one? Put that thing in your mouth and you start looking at water, snorkeling. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. What'd you see? Hey, a lot of fish. Whoa. I saw, you know, like finding Dory. You yeah. know that Dory fish? I saw one of those. Touch the bottom of the ocean? You did. Well, I didn't go like thirty thousand leagues under the sea, like that. You weren't one, scared of? Sh- oh, I, let me tell you something. <laughs> the guy, our little like tour guide, this guy goes, "Hey, there's a baby shark over there by the by this little reef, reef yeah. down down there, coral reef." It's like you want to check it out? I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? No way, am I going down yeah, there? No, I don't no. care if you're a baby. I don't care if you're a grown adult shark. They got big teeth. They're sharp." You could die at any minute. At any minute. Why would I want to go what die? What this down guy's
2: there? name? He sounds like a good guy,
0: though. Oh, great dude. His name was Daniel. Danny. Oh yeah. His name was Danny. Great guy. He he was the one dishing out tequila shots for me. We had a little on c- the boat. C- oh yeah, had a little ceviche, huh? Oh man, delicious. Uh, had a little. You know what else they had? Had a little like pasta. You know me quarter italian i like to get out there and eat mm-hmm. some pasta and whatnot mm-hmm. they had some pasta on the boat as well a little chicken alfredo type thing
2: let me ask you this mm. where everyone's been wondering chips and salsa do they just call it chips and dip
0: that's a good question they called it, it they didn't call it salsa see they called it like a pico de gallo they called it just like mexican it, it mm. i don't know it was weird it was bomb and then they called like uh habanero sauce like they the, just called it Mexican. That's what the
2: little thing said. It's like, I was just calling instead of calling it ketchup. We just said, you want some
0: American? Basically.
2: That's not too bad.
0: Uh, maybe this was just the resort I was at. Maybe I was getting my translations wrong. I was yeah. more rocking Mandarin. They were rocking Cantonese, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh, may, so maybe I was just getting the translations Happy wrong. Happy accident. But I mean, it was just incredible. It was incredible. What I want to know
2: is how much does a beer cost? In American dollars,
0: like two bucks, a beer cost in American dollars. Yeah, I mean,
2: like, like let's say we go to SuperMex in America, and I get a Pacifico. That's like six bucks, right? What am I spending in Mexico?
0: I think you're spending like a dollar, like maybe less. No way. I'm assuming because it was like a hundred and. 80 pesos was like eight bucks or something like that. Holy shit. I think I wasn't getting the convert. See, this is the problem, John. I wasn't paying for anything, so I didn't know what the That's swap true. was. That's true. I just didn't know. I was just ditching out ones and fives, and sometimes my boys were hooking it up fatty style, so I was like, here's 20 bucks because there's a big, <laughs> let me tell you something at the bar. A lot of people getting drunk out there. It oh, yeah. was packed over there in Mexico. A lot of people at the bar getting drunk, but if my boy saw me come up to a little swim up bar, by the way, the bar was in the pool. Swim up bar. You just want, you, you know, I've always wanted to go to one of those. You just John. Jesus. You think you got to get out of the water to walk up to the bar and to order. No, you get in the pool. You swim over there. There's a little seat that you just sit in the water in and the guy comes up to you. What do you want?
2: That's incredible.
0: Get it. Tomar. What do you want to drink? I mean, like, look at me. I
2: need to have you in my ear when I'm in Mexico. I might.
0: And you know what? I might. God, I might even come with you. Holy shit, what a time it was. Uh, but yeah, if you slipped them like 15 bucks or like something like that on the first one, they were like right back to you every single time. Wow. You want the same thing? Two tequila shots, two margaritas. That was for me. Bop, bop, pop. Just throwing it down. Let me tell you, though. <laughs> like I said, the all-inclusive, it was a great thing, but it was also a bad thing because I got banged up every single night. Mm. just waking up just miserable the next day
2: that's how it goes that's mexico for you huh
0: i'm go- i'd go back
2: uh i saw you on instagram playing catch in the pool and i was like that's all i ever want to do i assume you were drunk
0: oh i was blacked and i just made some friends there was a football in the pool oh boy these kids from miami they were just chucking back and forth to each other, the football. And Miami. I was like, give me one. You know, like yeah. right here. And then you're right in there. Oh, but I made a hell of a play. He overthrew me a little bit. Oh. Uh, you know, like, he looks at me. He's or like, so the spectators thought. Right. He's like, oh, this guy looks like the best athlete probably in the uh, the hotel. He looks like the best <laughs> athlete at the hotel. So he throws it high. I get up there snag it. I look like freaking Randy Moss out there. Uh, make the play. Then we get to talk me and my buddies. They're nice. They're football players out oh. there in Miami. Miami, very nice. Yeah, yeah. So met them. I'm telling you, John, you're gonna thrive out there. I think so too. You're gonna thrive.
2: Now I'm not going the same route as you. You're all inclusive. You're at a hotel. I'm going Airbnb. I'm out there with the people. Paul, see, I like that idea though. You
0: you're didn't hit any golf have- courses. I'm hitting two. No, I wanted to though. They oh. had one right over there on the old. Uh, what are they? Was was resort? That's where, what it's called. Where did you say? uh oh
2: wait wait. i'm going to a different place than you
0: wait i'm in cancun you're in cabo right i'm in cabo yeah is that on the western side of mexico or the eastern side of mexico i think western because cancun's over there on the east whoa over there in like the caribbean sea oh you went far oh it was deep how long was your flight the flight there was about four and a half hours Mm. from la to straight to cancun i got i got some guy my gears i gotta get off my chest and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's JetBlue, if it's Mexican JetBlue, if it's the city, of the country of Mexico, or if it's the country of the United States. Not sure which one it is. But JetBlue's got to figure their shit out.
2: They're not what they used to be. I huh?
0: think they might be the worst airline in the world right now. In the entire world. Coming home from Mexico, it might be the Me- the Mexican JetBlue. But it also might be JetBlue in general. I'm not sure. But coming back from Mexico, got there early. You know, international flight. Got to get there a little bit early. Right, uh-huh. Got there three hours before my flight. Three hours. And I, ch- I barely made the flight as the doors were closing. We'll see what was going on. You had to wait in this long-ass line to check in. And all this bullshit. It
2: was was Mexican
0: JetBlue. It might have been Mexican JetBlue, but it might have been just JetBlue in general. I don't know. Maybe going from one country to another. You don't
2: think the other uh, airlines had the same line?
0: I mean, they. I was watching them. They didn't. It looked like their lines were a little shorter than JetBlue's. Maybe Mm. they just JetBlue had more flights going in and out. Mm. But I'm not sure. But all I'm saying is, it took three hours to check in. Had I guess I had was supposed to have a COVID like test, uh a negative test. So we had to take one at the resort and all that stuff to prove that I was COVID free or whatever, mm-hmm. had to fill out all this bullshit. Uh the passport situation, you know how that goes. They you know, they want you they want to prove that you're from the United States when you're when you're leaving. Did you this. have to
2: answer a question?
0: Like, what was it? Like, like, what's your favorite no, holiday? But I fucking wanted to. I was ready for that. You know, like, <laughs> who didn't ask you anything. No, like, who was the first president of the United States? George, George Washington. Washington. Bang. Easy. I would have been. I would have been. I nailed in it. But three hours, John, waiting in that line, barely made the flight. Then we. Then I fly all the way out there to uh, Newark, which let me tell you, John, not even close to L.A. New Jersey? New Jersey, then to the United States, or then to California. Yeah. No, LAX. you had it right the first time. Yeah, true. Dude, Newark was a wild-ass time. There were some... there. Oh, here's another thing. I'm over there in Newark, a little layover, John. There was a, a trip to the Bahamas in Newark. It was supposed to leave at 11.55 a.m. It got delayed all the way till 7 p.m. 7 p.m. They were waiting in the airport. Were you talking to one of them? They were just cheering and shit every time uh, they said, "All right, the plane is on its way," and they would be like, "Yeah!" <laughs> it was pretty funny, actually. That's fun. It was a wait, wait, I got a question. Yeah, hit me.
2: So you're in the airport. You have to wear a mask, right? Yeah, the whole time. Can you still go to a bar? In, in the airport.
0: airport, yeah. But here's another thing. You have to wear a mask at the bar. Yeah, probably, but not while you're drinking and stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. You could take it down. Like okay.
2: you still go eat at a little
0: thing at the yeah, airport. yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It was cool but i on the way home didn't have the opportunity cuz i was waiting in line for mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. then i mm-hmm. get i have to get on the plane now i got to sit on the plane get off the plane i got to check my or get my, pick up my bag cuz they don't do it yourself you have to drop your bag off at the new location that you're supposed to be going to and then i had to go through security again in newark oh what yes cuz of covid i don't know that's what i mean i think it's a jet blue thing does it have a little bit to do with Long Beach got rid of JetBlue over here at the yeah, airport, probably. right? And JetBlue now is going downhill. Maybe it's a little like, you know, when you go through a bad breakup and you start eating ice cream all the time. Mm-hmm. I think that's what JetBlue's mm-hmm. doing. I think so too. There's like, screw it, take your own bags. Yeah, nothing matters anymore. That's what I mean. So, mm. fucking a man. JetBlue needs to figure their shit out. I'm sorry to hear that, Paul. Just I want you to know when you when you're going back to the United States, get there a little bit early. Okay. You I, know? Yeah. Yep. A couple I'm hours right. in advance just in case. Cause sure as shit, I was there three hours early and I almost didn't make my flight. It's
2: my first time flying internationally. Have That's you done big. it before?
0: Yes, I have.
2: Okay. So you knew you were doing a little bit.
0: Well, I was young though at the time. This okay. is the first time where I was a grown adult. Yeah. I make my own decisions, John. Yeah. Boy.
2: Did you have any Coronas or like Pacificos? Equis was the beer was of choice Sekis. out. Okay. There. And, and I had
0: multiple of them. Okay. Uh I'm, I'm. I'm. Be honest with you. I love those sakis now. It's so good. I. Th- I could have it right now. I could have it right now. You won't. I'm hurting Joe, though, John. Does it look like it a little bit? You look. You look not yourself. I'm gonna be honest. They say you need a vacation after your vacation. I honestly think that's true. Like I think you need like three more days. Yeah. Of just like you need. You need one day. See, you shouldn't be here right now. No. No, but. But you're a warrior. I'm a warrior. I'm a grinder, John. I do it for the people. I don't do it for me. Right. I step up for others, not for myself. That's who I am as a person. I grew up that way. I was born like that. Uh, all right. We got a big show. It's a long show. Do you got anything else about, uh, about your trip you want to talk about real quick?
2: Um, no. Okay. No, we'll give you an update next week.
0: I feel like I'm a Mexican citizen almost. It feels weird not communicating in Spanish when, uh, See, that's that's another thing
2: that I won't have to worry about. There will be no Spanish communication.
0: But I will say, they do well with English out there. Like, a lot of people speak English, and they're pretty good at it. Which is, it kind of makes me feel like a little bitch, because, like, my Spanish isn't great.
2: Yeah, and they're so good at English. And they're so good at English.
0: And English is hard.
2: Yeah, English seems hard
0: to me. It is. Especially with
2: how we talk now. Is it even possible to learn a language in the culture we live now? No,
0: because like half our words are made up. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to go do that. RN. Yeah. Like What the hell is that? And everybody says like, like six times a sentence. Like. Exactly. Yeah. So people like you. Like literally, how do you see that? Like literally. You like, didn't like, even
2: say. How do you learn a language now?
0: People, you know what people have been saying? They watch like friends and shit. Mm. You watch Friends in English. You maybe put the subtitles underneath. They start learning it. They pick it up quick. Mm. Uh, what's the phonics? Mm. Hooked on phonics. Hooked on phonics. Huh? Isn't what's the uh, the big term? Phonics is just the term. Quick brown cat. Quick, quick brown, brown fox. fox. I'm crushing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that's it. You want to talk about the Olympics real quick? We got two big interviews. Since Big John over here, Big Strong John, is going on vacation to Cabo, we're just doing a quick one. We're recycling old interviews. We're throwing it back to some oldies, oldies, right? The first one that we ever that we ever we're did do our
2: first interview ever. I think like, it'd be kind of funny. Five time Olympian Tony Azevedo. We're we're gonna sound like total rucks.
0: Yeah, I mean he's the greatest water polo player. American Waddle I also boat. just made, took that off the
2: top of my head. Is that right? Five times? I'm pretty I sure. So. And then I think Misty May was like probably two years ago, three years ago maybe. Probably I, three years ago.
0: I think it was three years ago. And I think it was only you. Yeah, it was only me. Because I was out of town or something. I was doing something. I was wheeling and dealing. Classic. I was probably... You yeah. were out of town, I think. Yeah. I was probably creating content. Yeah. Just creating content for the brand. Uh, But the... The Azevedo interview was our first ever episode, and the Misty May one was just with you, but you and Misty are pretty close. Oh, we're best friends. You know what's crazy? Like, we know them, and like, they were a big deal. Yeah. Like, Misty May is like one of the greatest Olympians of all time. Yeah. And Tony Azevedo is the greatest U.S. water polo ever. Put, uh, U.S. water polo they like ever. They kind of like us, I think. They like us. <laughs> Well, I mean, as far as you can. As far
2: as you... As much as as you
0: can. Yeah. I think about it a lot when I watch the Olympics. Even watching? A little bit, yeah. I've missed a a little bit of it that first week because I I was out there wheeling and dealing in Mexico. I watched the last two nights.
2: It's uh, going to get better. It's going to get better. It has been pretty whack primetime coverage. It has been. Like, I just watched... Two nights ago, I watched that girl skateboarding for two hours, which was literally awful. Were you watching? I don't understand all these people saying that that was cool. No one even landed a trick.
0: Were you watching on... It was on NBC, Channel 4? Yeah. Yeah. I was watching last, last, last night, night on the plane. Then,
2: last night was on freaking rugby that USA wasn't even in.
0: Yeah. Was it last time, Pride Time? Yeah. Because I, I saw... I mean, the swimming stuff's awesome. But even that, like, I don't think they're... Well, the no fans is weird. I think it's weird. I think that's throwing people off a little bit. I don't think there's as it's much, really weird. There's there's not, a many, there's not as many boots on the ground for N- NBC. for NBC out yeah. there, so the coverage isn't as great. And I think the time change is throwing stuff off a little bit. But like they always deal with that. There's always a time change, you know. But I don't. Here's what I don't like. I don't like how everything's being spoiled online and stuff like that right now. Oh, like okay. I, I like. Not knowing I like when not I knowing get to – yeah. I want to see if this chick wins or not. How about, by the way?
2: I don't worry about that, though, because I'm not
0: online. That's true.
2: That's nice for me. That's
0: true. I will say, I, I was watching yesterday on the plane. The one good thing, the flight from Newark to, for, to L.A. is like six hours. It's brutal. But I just watched the Olympics the whole time, so that's that great. was pretty sweet. Did you watch the girl that, that won the back backstroke last night? Jacoby, yes, from was, Alaska.
2: Was it? I don't think it was. It was breaststroke.
0: What was it? Breaststroke? No, I yeah. think it
2: was backstroke. I don't think it was backstroke. Are you sure? Yeah, a dude Ryan Murphy was on that backstroke for sure.
0: I think. Remember? I think it was backstroke. Oh, then
2: maybe I missed that one. I saw the two when the when the one American was against the uh the Russian. I think. And then the third American came out of nowhere that, and won it from Alaska. The, that's what I'm
0: talking about. That was Brestro. Are you sure? Uh, Pretty maybe sure. I'm wrong. Anyways, I, I freaking like. I was so fired up on that one. I, I, Lydia,
2: Lydia Jacoby. Jacoby. That yeah. was her
0: name. I, le- I legit started crying on the airplane. <laughs> See, that? that's of, where. Of happiness yeah. and of like. Yeah. You know, she's been training her whole life and. That was pretty years cool, old and she just won the gold medal. And She's all those greatest. people in
2: Alaska going nuts. Oh, fucking shit! All right, that was a great example of, of a cutaway. I can't. I I really don't like the uh, no. You're right. The zoom to the parents yep. where it's just awkward and no one knows what they're doing, yeah, especially when they lose. That's very weird.
0: Like the Ryan Murphy one when he came when he finished with the bronze. Third, yeah. Like, I like the bronze. That's fine. Oh,
2: I like the bronze, but I don't like the parent interview. In no,
0: my God, I don't. I don't have time for that. By the way, how much? I never thought that Michael Phelps would have made a a bigger difference than he did. Like, the games don't feel the same without him. Him being in the yeah, pool. Yeah, that's true. Is same Bolt running? I don't know. I
2: don't think he yeah, is. Yeah, because cause we're missing Michael Phelps for sure. What happened to uh, uh, Missy Franklin? She's not good anymore?
0: That, I liked her. That window. So she, she was good for one Olympics? Basically. Sheesh. She was a backstroker. Yikes. That that window that you're good in that in that sport is like yeah. little, especially because the Olympics, John, as you've heard, come over only for every other four years.
2: And if you fall back like nine tenths of a second, you're you're
0: done. you got <laughs> so somebody well. else coming
2: up. Like how fast is Missy Franklin still at swimming? She's probably so, so fast. fast.
0: Yeah, but like they were talking about it yesterday, the backstroke final for the women's or breaststroke—I don't know which one it was. Whatever. I don't know if if which one of us is right, but the final there were five of the top like seven times in the history of the sport Jeez. were in that final. Like th- those, there's that's five so different crazy. Sp- swimmers. That's it's that's disgusting. Yeah. So why is there? How is everybody getting better?
2: Is what I want to know. Will you explain this Russian Olympic Committee
0: to me? I was just gonna bring it up. I don't get it. Who's your least favorite country in the Olympics? ROC, it's close for me. Yeah, I hate China. I can't do it. But the ROC, dude, like, they just look sketchy. Something about them is sketchy. I don't.
2: Can you ex- explain this to me? So Russia got banned for doping.
0: Doping. Yep.
2: The f- Russian Federation. But all the same, people can just enter the Olympics under a different name. How? What is that?
0: I guess. I guess like
2: I don't even care like I'm sure like half the f- countries are trying to do some competitive advantage I don't know but like either ban or don't ban like if we're going to have a Russian Olympic committee let's just have Russia I agree What like what's I agree Why does it have to say ROC on my screen I agree I agree with you What is the difference There's no difference
0: I don't I don't know I just couldn't tell you I have no idea But I will say did you see the gymnastics dude uh, who t- tore his Achilles tendon three months ago and competed, and he's like the best in the world? No. He's like the best gymnast in the world for, for on the men's side, and he tore his Achilles tendon three months ago? Like, that guy's got to be doping. Yeah. You don't just come from a ruptured Achilles sure. tendon. I'm assuming. Or crushing CBD. And he's, right. But he's doing, like, flips and shit. That's wild. You know, it's not like he's just... Can we have bad, did you watch that skateboarding? I didn't walk the skateboard because I've
2: seen so many people act like it was the most amazing thing of all time. I think it was the first time skateboarding's ever been in the Olympics. Yeah, I think it is. It was twelve-year-old girls falling. Like yeah. I'm not trying to knock it. I, w- I gave it a fair chance. I watched it for two hours. No one
0: landed a trick. I uh, no one
2: landed all their tricks the whole run.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't. And watch they it. weren't
2: crazy. They were like, I can't skateboard, so I respect it. But like kickflip. They They were, like, kick-flipping down the stairs. And And they couldn't do it. Yeah, they were doing some cool grinds, I guess. It just seems to me like... Like, if you're going to be a skateboarder in the Olympics, you should have to at least, like, land all your tricks.
0: Yeah, I know what you mean. None of them could do it. Like, you see the gymnasts doing their flips and shit and landing them. and they land it. Yeah. And they stick it. Yeah.
2: Or... If they don't stick it, it's like the craziest thing ever in the whole world. They just tried. Yeah, Skateboards are all doing the same thing and falling. What's your favorite? What's your favorite sport? I. I like the swimming a lot. Swimming's in, legit. Anything that says final, like yeah, like the pre even the prelim gymnastics, like whatever. You get the final
0: gymnastics yeah. on, and my heart is racing. I like when there. I like when there's a world record at stake. Yeah, when it says WR and OR for world record yeah. Olympic record, yeah, and it's like nice. holy shit, they might. Or the line where they're like creeping up on the world record time, and you're like, oh fuck, he's gonna do it. You know, like yeah. he's three tenths off or whatever. I like. I do like swimming, and it helps. Swimming does help when you have the greatest announcer of all time, Dan Hicks and Rowdy Gaines. Yeah, they're so good. Is there a better uh, duo? In any of the sports? No. I don't think it is. But like even... I think they're by far the best.
2: I think that was the problem with... with, And like last night's rugby, that was just weird. But I think the announcers are a big part of it. Because like gymnastics, I don't know who they are, but they are good announcers. And they know their shit. They'll get you hyped up right. on some shit you've never heard of.
0: One of them is Nastia Lukin. Remember her? Oh boy, uh, I remember her. She was out there doing her thing. Oh, she. she
2: did her thing a little bit. Uh, I think the announcers are a big part... The Olympics, it's all about being like having a final on there, or like if you're in a team sport, the prelims—they're like the first few rounds. It's like whatever, you know? Yeah. But once you're getting into that like semifinal
0: game for the team sports, yep. Oh boy. I think the USA team, so softball team, plays in the final tonight. Okay, maybe see, there you go. So I, I'm looking forward to that. I think they play against but Japan. yeah, the, the coverage is scattered. The coverage is is weak. You
2: know what? I think it's NBC's fault. Yeah, they haven't been doing They're a good job. They're not doing a good job.
0: I mean, let's let's call it like it is, John. I mean, Bob Costas isn't there.
2: That's true. But you know what? Trico's doing it. Yeah, he's I, okay. I don't mind him. He's okay. He's doing the same thing, Bob Costas. Why isn't Bob Costas there? I'm not sure.
0: I think Bob Costas is problematic. I think oh, he did he something, something bad. bad. Yeah, I think he got canceled. Oh, I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Mm. That's alleged. Trico's doing fine in my book.
2: I think... I've. You know what else I have They're panning to weird sports, and the announcers aren't even hyped.
0: I think they need to play the Olympic song more often. Yeah. During the NBC, like... It's a good song. That gets me
2: jacked. On the team sports, am I missing them because they're during the day? I think so. When they flipped to rugby that it wasn't even America, I I lost my shit last night. Turned it off.
0: Yeah, I th- I think the I think the time change is just different. And they just they'll show highlights or whatever. Like I think it is live though. Like they'll show it live at like three AM or whatever, but we're asleep. Yeah. Or four AM when things are happening. And then they'll just replay it, but everybody knows what happens. I think NBC is giving in because of social media that everybody knows already. NBC, just pretend like nobody knows yeah. and just give it That's to That's what me. you always used to do. That's what they used to do. and used to fire me up.
2: Because I was way more locked in like eight years ago when we were in college and nothing to do. Yeah. And I still
0: watch. I, I knew every result, still watched everything.
2: Now, I literally don't even know the results and they're not even playing shit.
0: Yeah. 2000- London was the greatest. When it was in
2: London. Oh, that was... But you know, what? I think Olympic Peak, just like these swimmers in college, I think when you're in college, you're... You're so good at watching the Olympics.
0: Yeah, you're probably right. We were so
2: good at it. I still love it, though. I still do, too. I still love it. I'm a little kid here waiting for my my childhood memories and dreams to come back. NBC, it's on you. The
0: ball's in your court. You have two more weeks to make it better. Yeah, you're really fucking it up, NBC. (laughs) I'm serious, though. It's really been disappointing. And granted, I only watched like three hours last night or yesterday. Of primetime coverage. They did have a nice little secret channel out there. By the way, I don't think the Olympics are that big of a deal in Mexico. They weren't doing shit out there. Really? Yeah. They weren't, like, celebrating or anything. I wanted some, like, you know. I mean. Give me some national pride, you know. That makes sense, though. Do they ever win? Do they win? I don't know. Probably, maybe. They got a couple of golfers out there that are pretty good. Oh, yeah? Abe Anser. Oh, yeah. You know Abe. He's pretty good, isn't he? He could do some damage. Uh... Yeah, NBC's got to step up their shit. Tarico, we need to have a talk with Tarika or whoever's doing that over there.
2: But like, Costas never really did much. The no. the host in the Olympics has the easiest job on earth. But when like, he, working harder than Costas ever
0: worked. Yeah, but Costas gave like a certain feel. Yeah. Uh, when he would toss it, he was like, "And let's go to, and here, uh, let's send it to Michael Phelps in the pool swimming for his third goal." On the call, Dan Hicks and Rowdy Gaines. Like, it was like, yeah. whoa. Like, give me chills, baby. Come yeah, on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I need some more of that. Yeah, you're right. I don't think those, do you think, I think maybe because those announcers aren't there. That oh, the ha- announcers aren't even in this. I don't think so. It is It is very
2: weird. I mean, like, now that I'm thinking about it. The, the empty stadium looked weird from the get-go, but, like, even the stuff that I'm not getting hyped for, it's because there's not a bunch of fans getting hyped. Like maybe if 10,000 people were going nuts over those little skateboarding girls, yeah, then I would have been like, oh yeah, shit, it's true. on the line. Like this is going crazy.
0: That's true. And instead,
2: it's just like watching girls in an empty skate park fall.
0: Yeah, you're right. The, the no fans is really blowing this. The no fans is blowing it. Did you see the Australian coach, though, go wild? When he when that chick beat Ledecky. Oh, that was
2: that was pretty epic. You know, I'm a you no. Know, I was really pissed about that, but the coach was yeah. epic.
0: Uh, you're a Ledecky guy. You've been a Ledecky guy. I love Katie since Ledecky. like 2012. I think you were the first on Katie Ledecky. I think we got everybody. a
2: huge Katie Ledecky chant in AI one time.
0: We did, we did. <laughs> I remember that, and you know, that was a long time ago. But we well, nailed it, and uh, her losing my that hurt. But that guy going wild was fucking sweet. Yeah, I I. Trade that for t- nice yes. little silver. Hey, John, there ain't nothing wrong with silver.
2: Was that live or no? Because they did that whole so. section on her right before. I like, Trico knew she was going to win, I think.
0: The Australian girl? Yeah. I think it wasn't live. Like, they don't do – They don't In do the that. prime time, it's not live. Yeah. You know? That's what I'm saying. They got to pretend like it's live. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Get me hyped. Make me think that it's live, you know? I thought it was. I think they did a good job on that one. All right. Uh. This is going to be a long episode, so let's, if you're going to take a break, take a break after, are we going to play, which one are we going to play first? The Misty one? Misty one? Tony was first. Okay, we'll play the Tony Azevedo interview first, then you take a quick break, and then you can play the uh, Misty May episode. Mm -hmm. Does that That sound good? Yeah. You want to do one more, uh, uh. Do you want to do our, our quick invention segment real quick, or do you want to so do at that? The end. Or, do it at the very end. You want to do it at the end? Yeah. What do you, Like after the interviews? Yeah. Okay, so you want to toss it to the interviews right now? Yeah. All right, uh, let's toss it to the interviews. We got Tony Azevedo first, probably about 30 minutes or so, then Misty May, two of the greatest Olympians of all time, and then we'll see on the back half for a little party, perfect. A little, a little free bonus segment, huh? Yeah. yeah. All right, let's toss it to them. Greg's a male nurse. Wow, that's great. We're at Legends Sports Bar, five two three six Second Street, nine zero eight zero three. The first modern sports bar in America. And speaking of America, I mean it's only fitting that we have this guest on with us. Wilson High School, Stanford <laughs> University, water polo star, five-time U.S. Olympian, former U.S.A. water polo team captain. Silver medalist at the Beijing Olympics in 2008. I mean, I can say more about him, but I'm gonna probably run out of breath if I do so. It's Tony azevedo Tony, what's up, man? Thanks for joining joining us on our our uh, first official episode here.
1: Thank you, guys, man. It's an honor. Follow you guys for a long time, and it's excited to be
0: back in uh, LB. We're we're just crushing it at Legends right now. <laughs> Having uh, a good time. It's a good time here right now. We're gonna probably yes. uh, get a beer here in a little bit. I'd say. But let's, let's just jump right into this thing, uh, Tony. So here we go. You held the American flag uh, during the 2016 Rio Olympics, the opening ceremonies. Did you not? No, no. There's a, there's a nice
1: long, you know, and it's funny where that story started. So I was, so basically what happens in the Olympics, you get 16 people who, all the captains from all the teams come and they choose and they vote on who they think should be the captain or who should do the flag and i can remember that my name was chosen there was like 20 and then it got down to you know 16 and me and the teammates were at a little restaurant and you know i can't be in there voting has to be someone else and it was merrill moses our goalie he's sitting there texting back i make it to the final four beat out serena williams you know tons of these other stars and then it's between myself phelps um i believe maybe carrie walsh and a fencer And then I ended up like third, I think.
0: Okay. Well, you should have been number one. I appreciate that.
2: You were on the camera a lot during that. I know that. I
1: was right next to the the flag. That's for sure. I
0: I saw you. Yeah, I was watching you and you were everybody in the world was watching you. But what was more (laughs) nerve wracking? Was it being on TV with everybody watching in the entire world or joining our podcast today? Probably joining the
1: podcast, especially because I'm bringing my little infant over here, a little 10 month old. Yeah, she's
0: awesome. (laughs) She's, I mean, she's probably having the best time here, to be honest. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: you don't know. I mean, you don't get nervous at those situations because you don't even realize you're on TV. You're just so stoked. You're surrounded by the greatest athletes in the world being watched by millions. But you don't think they're watching you until you see it the next day.
0: <laughs> what, what was, what was kind of going through your head, though, when you were walking into that thing? I mean, I mean, you've done it so many times, five times to be exact. But, I mean, what, what was that like? I'll tell you, it, it sucked. This was the what this was, was the worst. Now, going opening ceremony is the greatest thing in
1: the world. I mean, literally walking through there and having, knowing you're representing your country and all the hard work, and, and you see how special and important the Olympics are, there's nothing better. But why I say it sucked is, is every Olympics, the water polo team has always stayed back. You know, we're chill. Okay. Everyone runs to the front to be on camera. We chill in the back. Well, what ends up happening is who else chills in the back or arrives late the nba team yeah it's just about the same so so we end up cruising and usually with those guys it's one of the best experience you just kind of hang out talk you're not rushing you're not a, uh, you know this time this team decided we are going to go first and we were told you know try to get up there to the front well man and people are pushing i mean you think you're talking olympians and then you're talking people who this is they got to get on tv they've never been on tv i mean it is a war to get to that front right but luckily, as a water pole player and having a good team behind us, the whole the whole front line was a water pole player. So you guys <laughs> doing a lot of below the belt stuff. Oh yeah, that's that's right. how that's how we roll. <laughs> yeah, good. Was, was that your
0: favorite one? Was 2016 your favorite games? I mean, it was kind of your home away from home over there in in Brazil. Uh, was that your favorite games, which which one would you say it, out of the five that you competed in was your favorite? You know,
1: it was definitely Beijing. I'm going to say is my favorite because we won that silver medal. No one believed in us. We did something that i really don't think anyone thought we could do um but look going into rio that's where i wanted to be my favorite games the the you know the great ending but all of them were unique in their own um you gotta admit going into your first olympic games at 18 years old pretty amazing (laughs) right i mean I, i every single thing from the cafeteria to the To the room, to the 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 shitty bed that we're sleeping on. I love this. is amazing, right? Well, it's Um, like going to
2: college. You see your dorm room. You see the new cafeteria. Oh yeah, except you're like. I mean, that's what we were doing. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was I was pumped up, and I was just with like the the bottom half of the athletes of America. So, well, you mean
0: like the bottom two percent of the athletes (laughs) in America?
2: (laughs) The guy's just hanging in the calf the first day of uh, (laughs) of college. Yeah.
0: (laughs) You Tony were. Na- nicknamed the savior known as the Jesus Christ of water polo <laughs> I mean I kind of I kind of feel you on that because I'm th- nicknamed the chosen one it's a self-proclaimed he, nickname he, nickn-
2: he nicknamed himself that b- yeah. but
0: it, it's sticking now like everybody's <laughs> calling me the chosen one it's it's uh, it's a lot of pressure was that a lot of pressure for you to be under to be the, the savior, the, the Jesus Christ of the sport like that's insane uh, you know
1: you never choose a nickname for yourself I mean, I guess you can Unless you're the chosen one. <laughs> unless you have nothing going for you at all. Uh, yeah. But, you know, dude, I've t- I took that as even more, like, rage to go out there. And, and I took it as I got to bring back the first gold medal in the United States. That's okay. what I took it as. And falling short in Beijing and then continuing to believe and dream the, the latter two Olympics, <laughs> it, it, it was never a pressure thing. It was a motivating thing. I need, I need to follow up and, and come through with this name. And now, after ending my career, it's, it's, it, it was one point I was like, well, you know, I guess I wasn't. I didn't bring back that gold. Now I'm thinking, why not? Why can't I, why can't I help in another way? And that's kind of why I'm focusing right now on the individual athletes in the country and, and the world. But really, the goal is always going to be bring back that gold medal for the men's team here. Uh,
2: do you think that the U.S. Army's Don't Tread on Me sticker... Is hurting the growth of water
1: polo in America? <laughs> is that just like because it's
2: ingrained in our minds? Don't no. treading, That's not our thing.
1: We'll see. Unfortunately, for if if it was, don't egg beater on me. <laughs> more water polo players would like you know understand that We're, we rarely use the word tread. But okay. it's funny Then all of a sudden did a clinic for a, a group of South Africans and out comes me talking about how you guys got an egg beater like this and everyone just stares at me with this face and
0: like what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> like uh, treading water ah <laughs> there you go i mean you, you were always traveling uh when you're playing professionally you retired now but you're always traveling you when you would come back to long beach what would be the first thing that you would do what where would you go uh i mean who would you hang out with what was the first thing that you did when you come back you touched down to long beach
1: well most of the time one of the first things i do is i go i, I had this just this need for mexican food okay that was just that was the spot i mean it, it had to be mexican food it was either gabby's up in orange it was uh, los compadres here oh heck yeah but uh you know i'd say going overseas my and living in italy for five years so the latter seven years not really getting the best italian food i'd come here and i'd go to parolacha which the guy came from cremona where i played with okay. and, and jojo's those are my two like if it wasn't mexican it was going to be those two
2: Aside from the Olympic Games, do you have a, a most memorable non-Olympic
1: water polo game? Memorable non-Olympic water polo game? You know, with the USA or with anyone? With anyone. Dude, I'm going to have to say, and, and I'm still, someone, my dad claims he has tape, but I, I, he, he can't find it. He's, he's about as organized as my daughter here, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> there's you know one of the last i think my junior, my senior year one of the last games i played for high school was the 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 last game was the cif championship and i can remember the goalkeeper threw the ball at the end of the half to try to score you know that's what you do there's yeah. just there's no time you just throw it i caught it in the air and shot it back full no court way. and scored no way and you know there's it was just i remember the crowd and like people jumping and 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 it was just it was a really cool moment that made me feel that water polo can be different than what it was, yeah. because people were really, really excited about this is this is cool, this kid is cool. so I, that was a really fun moment for me that people talk about it, I remember
2: speaking uh, getting it back to Long Beach, I know one place you like to go and because we've been there together, you don't want me telling tell one of this is the annex. <laughs> and I, I know you got a good story from there what's your What's your best story from being at the annex in long Beach well I, I you know. I've been to
1: the Annex before. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's it's uh, part of the journey of being a, yeah. a Long Beach sports and Long Beach bars guy. Well, co- you know, coming back and, and having a night out, and we we went to play some shuffleboard. But as we walked in, there were these two enormous guys playing. Right? Turned out to be Luke Walton and uh, and Andrew Bynum. Yes. And of course, having the big big schooners, you know, doing it Annex style and. I would say it was actually, we ended up leaving because all of us were such Lakers fans, and the fact that Biden was injured, or apparently supposed to be recovering, and he's sitting there downing beers, (laughs) it just (laughs) pissed us all off, and uh, we ended up bailing, but no, it was cool seeing those guys, Luke went to Arizona, I met him a couple times, he's an amazing guy, and yeah, that's I think it's pretty cool, just. Three hugely star athletes. Yeah,
2: that's true. Just in the middle of, of, you know, the most unexpected Long Beach bar.
0: In a bar that you sometimes gets lost in the mix. You yeah. know, when we try to go out, Tony, we always talk about different bars that we should go to that night. And we're always throwing out the annex because we love those big schooners and we love to play a little shuffleboard. But it gets overlooked. They get, don't want to get a little competitive. Yeah, they don't want to. They don't oh, want yeah. uh, to go there sometimes.
1: Well, people need to understand how sweet shuffleboard is, I dude. It's also awesome. a big thing, right? That I love. I go there for
0: shuffleboard. Oh heck yeah! I mean, it's, it's <laughs> the saltiest table. That's true. <laughs> it really is. Oh, you can salt, it your, salt it yourself? <laughs> re- recently retired, Tony. Like I said, uh, what brought you back to Long Beach? You've been all over the world, man. I mean, from. Brazil, like we said, you've been over in China for a little bit, right? Going, doing a bunch of different stuff for the sport. What brought you back to Long Beach? I mean, why why did you want to eventually live here?
1: Yeah, look, you know, for me, I did definitely. My wife's from Mexico City and has family in Chicago.
0: Those are all options
1: for us. But I'll tell you one thing: we came back here. I remember my wife kind of like not understanding the Long Beach community, and all of a sudden we had so many friends. Who came out and wanted to help us and help our kids and we saw that community and it was at that point I mean, I got a great offer to go continue four more years in Brazil But I knew the time was right for me to stop I want to stop on top and do something else which is growing the sport and Now having all this community my wife loves it. I love it. I mean LB was always the place
0: Well, we're happy to have you back man. We love we love running into you man. It's great (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about the the aquatic games. I, I was there it, I mean, it was epic. It was over at Cabrillo High School. Tell yeah. us a little bit about it, what what you did for it, and what, what that has done for the sport so far.
1: Yeah, look, what, what I'm trying to do is think of think of ways to grow the sport and do things that's not being done, right? There's no point to try to do something uh, better, compete with it, all the entities that are out there right now. So Cabrillo is an absolutely beautiful high school that mm-hmm. is totally underused, and I you know, had a lot of help from the Aquatics Capital of America, from the mayor, from the city to try to get that – facility and try to do something different in the sport so what we did was we ran this tournament where basically you're getting coached you have the opportunity to be coached by olympians so bruce bradley you know a long beach guy my father they're coaching these kids i mean imagine as a kid having the opportunity to be coached by an olympian or olympic coach right and then at the same time we're running them through kind of an nfl combine type thing and giving them feedback and I think that's the idea is how to evolve, is to try to make this not such a tournament where you win or lose and that's all that matters. It's more about the inspi- uh, the experience. Hey, can, can they learn? Can we give them cl- clinics and, and lessons throughout these games? But also, maybe they can get inspired by Ryan Bailey, who was coaching the Newport team that actually won yeah, <laughs> the yeah, entire true, thing. True. And, you know, he, he, he'll go ahead and tell everyone that, too. <laughs> it was because of his first two days <laughs> well, that's of coaching. <laughs> so... It was a success, and we're excited for the future.
0: I just appreciate you treating me like I was VIP. That doesn't happen anywhere (laughs) when I go anywhere. And then I go to the Aquatic Games over Cabrillo, and I get to go backstage. (laughs) I'm getting free coffee. (laughs) I got everything going for me. And he
2: comes comes back with his nickname. I'm like, oh, cool. Who who
0: gave you the nickname?
1: (laughs) 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 Who in that VIP?
0: I think I'm the chosen one. Yeah, yeah. So (laughs) that's how it all started. Tony kind of pushed me in that direction to be the chosen one. So we're talking about growing the sport. Tony, and what we like to do here on this podcast is to make, make sports fun. We like to make them even better. We love water polo, but we feel like we're going to try to make it even more fun. And that's why we have this segment called Make Sports Fun Again. <laughs> and so love it. I'm going to give just one one thing of how I, I think we can make the sport even better. And then John will give one, and then we'll let you, we'll let you go last. Uh, okay. Give yourself a nice little uh, deal shot here. Okay. So this is mine. Every time, so you're on offense, right? Every time you miss or turn the ball over or it's saved by the, by the goalie, the, uh, the offense has to go down and touch the bottom of the, of the pool, then come back up while the other team's in transition. What do you think about that? Some more goals. Is that more what you're goals, doing? more goals.
1: Okay, so what will happen because water polo players, instead of scoring, there's going to be that one or two guys that will take off the score, right? You're right. going to get your one-on-nobody, more goals for sure. But what do you think the other five are going to do? We're water polo players, remember. They're going to go down under with that team and beat the shit out of them. All right. <laughs> See, that's
0: what I'm talking about. That's wow. what we want. So underwater wrestling. <laughs> so, that's what it so would turn fight,
1: into. Fights and goals.
0: That's, yeah. that's Fights and goals. That's getting, the big idea. You that's that's what this podcast is about. And, uh,
2: so that's exactly what Paul was looking for. Good job, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, John, what you got for us, dude?
2: Um, so my thing goes back to, you know, it's a classic thing with water polo and you know, you guys tend to discriminate a little bit with your um, uniforms and, you know, the classic speedo thing. And what I think it's doing is essentially hurting. You guys don't necessarily get the best talent because you only get the talent that wants to play in a speedo. So like, look at a guy like me. Uh, You know, I have a little bit of a gut. I always have. And, you know, I I didn't want to necessarily play in a speedo, but yet, I am blonde and I did go to Wilson, so I probably would have been a great water polo player. <laughs> I think so <laughs> too. So that's like that's basically I get I'm a D1 player because I'm blonde. Went to Wilson, so I think that in order to play water polo, you should have to be a fat guy and you should have to wear a onesie.
0: Oh, so you have to be fat. Yeah. Well, so Tony can't play. Oh, he's just got to eat a little bit more. <laughs> he can play. I mean, he can't just well,
2: be
1: this ridiculous workout all the time. <laughs> well, I mean, we do have that without the onesie. It's just called Masters. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, my my other point
2: is going to grow the sport. Um, you look at the the most popular sports in America: football, baseball. If, if you think of a football, a football guy, football fan, you're picturing a fat guy right now, aren't you? Yeah. So sure. <laughs> if you want to grow, if you want to grow a sport, you need you. you <laughs> You need a sport where old fat guys can act like they know how to play it and watch the TV and tell their kids that they're better than the players on the TV. True, true. So I can't wait. That's to just a little advice. Answer. I know you're trying to grow the sport. I like that. I yeah. like
1: that. And you know, one of the ideas is to shorten the course so that we're not doing so much swimming, so that it's more understandable and there's more technique in the game, and that'll that'll allow some of the bigger dudes. Yeah, maybe just, maybe just raise, hammer, the, raise the, <laughs> the ground up a little bit, too, so you don't have to swim at all.
0: Hey, John's <laughs> been swimming a lot at the Long Beach State pool. I don't know if you've noticed, but he uh, he, he can swim a little bit. He I'm, can swim I, a little he's bit. He's got
1: a nice tan going. Yes, I mean. he does. Yeah, I noticed it's that. Summer, all the ladies summertime. say that. All the ladies say that. They're like, hey,
0: when did John get so tan? I'm like, hey, he's been swimming. The waitresses summertime. and legends are all looking at me right now. <laughs> are, if you guys, if this was a video, you guys would see that. <laughs> all right, Tony, you got any uh, any ways to make the sport even more fun?
1: Yeah, you know, I think we need to make it. I think we need to learn from basketball and and other sports. And uh, f- why the hell don't we have a two pointer? You know, I oh, here we go. That's it, what I'm talking like that. about. It's just it. It's exciting. You look what happened in, in the sport of basketball, how it's evolved. Well, why why do we not evolve? It, it just drives me crazy. You know, and everyone complains about referees all the time. It's everyone's favorite thing. Well, you know what? The the sport is so difficult for a referee. All three of us can look at a, a glass of. You know, whatever Three different ways Well, it's the same with referees So until we can figure out A more simpler way For them to To judge the game That's not going to change And then we need to be more exciting And we need more goals So one idea is the two-point rule But another idea that That uh, me and some guys Have been talking about Is why not go straight to basketball Because two-point makes a big de- turnaround Why not three points Two points And maybe a Six on five Or figure out like a penalty shot Is only one But you can go for two okay. I think we've got to start Thinking that way
0: Hey, i like it i like we need to have you on this podcast more often we like to make, we <laughs> i like every a sport lot. Yeah. now man yeah <laughs> that sometimes sounds great. we get shot down with our ideas and <laughs> I, I feel like that you could take us off <laughs> all right we're uh, we're talking about you just talking basketball uh big lakers guy we're just talking about it you know luke walton one of your great buddies you met him you saw him at the annex right <laughs> yes <laughs> yes uh we like to this is called shoot your shot right this podcast is called shoot your shot so we like to shoot our shot during during the show. We like to make bold predictions, and we want to make a bold prediction about the Lakers right now. So I'm going to go ahead and shoot my shot right now, and I'm going to say for the Lakers' upcoming season this year, I'm going to say they're going to beat the Warriors at home. Like they have? Like they have before. They're going to be the fifth seed in the West, fifth seed in the West, and they're going to beat the Trailblazers in the first round. That's my my bold prediction for this year's Lakers squad. Wow. What do you think? It's bold. I mean, I like it. I think we cooking. found bold a guy who's more of a Laker fan than I. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tony, you, what, what, what do you think's gonna happen? What, what do you think? What, what, what's your money on right now? Look, I'm i I'm stoked with uh, Lonzo Ball. I think he's just seeing him play. I mean, it's amazing how how you know you look in the NFL and the NBA, and, and there's so much money going through these organizations, and they still can't figure out the first pick or the second pick. Right. You know, there's no, almost always failures, yeah. right? But just seeing Lonzo's balls play, I mean, look, injury, that you can never tell that, or you, you can sometimes, but Lonzo Ball, I think, is going to be an awesome player. I think he's going to make the Lakers a good team. I think we're going to be in the hunt for a playoff spot. That's what I honestly believe. Okay. And I think it's going to be a positive vibe for everyone in the Lakers. And then LeBron James and Paul George are coming home.
0: Whoa, okay. <laughs>
1: okay. And you're calling this home for LeBron. I like that. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it is his home. He bought it here. I'm not even the biggest LeBron fan, but hey, if he's, hey, he's coming, the Lakers going to win. You I'm, know? I'm say, good with it, dude. I'm he, good with it. If he's dressed up in yellow and purple. But contrary to the years before, I think the Warriors are going to take the Lakers a little more seriously, and they're not going to lose to us. Oh, okay.
0: I can see that happening. I can Just see that Just saying. That's, that's my call. I like that though. So you're saying 2019, or t- yeah, yeah, 2019 is going to be the big year for the Lakers. Yeah, I'm saying there's even.
1: I mean, you you can even talk Boogie into a trade this year, and then even get those two. Jeez, there's a
2: lot. Hey, now we're I'm shooting our here. shot around here, man. Now <laughs> we're shooting our. shot. Tony's trying to get a, a GM job. I'm like, <laughs> yeah,
0: seriously. Hey, we need to get you over there.
2: We got that sound bite. So in about a year from now, we're going to be making you look like
0: hey, if anything happens,
1: you huh? immediately you get this out all over the place. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, there's a biggie trade. 100 yeah. percent. Tony boogie, boogie trade. Sorry, John. What you got? Can't even
2: uh, I'm gonna shoot my shot. I'm gonna say that uh, Lonzo Ball is not gonna get off to the to the start that we all want and hope. Um, okay, people are gonna start hating on him a little bit. You know, there's the whole thing with the dad. Everyone's gonna be down on him. I'd say about 25 games into the season, I run into Lonzo Ball at a local shuffleboard bar, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm Tony, who just took it way too seriously and left the bar. I'm gonna take take the young Lonzo under my under my uh, arm and become friends with him we're gonna win a couple shuffleboard games he's gonna get his confidence back because confidence Jeez, is big dude. is big in sports how come e- either <laughs> either we win or I get like some tickets or I don't know or maybe a hat I might get a free <laughs>
1: Lakers hat
0: how come your shoot the shots are always the most ridiculous well it's good
1: because it looks like out of the three the guest might be the winner
0: yeah <laughs> yeah <that's laughs> right. yeah you, you, hey, yeah, you, you never know, you though. I'm going to be looking like a genius, though, if we become the fifth seed the, will. in the that West. for sure.
2: And Lord knows I'm going to hit enough bars to try to make my thing happen.
0: So. I'm he's be, not even 21, I, I bro. He can't do that. Well, no, he's, he's tall. tall. This is like, oh, he's tall. He's tall. That's true. That's true. NBA player. I don't <laughs> card them. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We don't card them. All right, we're over here at Legends, like we said. Great atmosphere today. Tony is – he's got his hands full right now, and he's doing his best. He's got his young daughter here with him, and uh, you're doing a great job, by the way. This, Appreciate this that. Is, this is pretty impressive. This T- is pretty Tony's impressive.
2: full-time dadding right now. He's, like, feeding his <laughs> feeding his daughter and, and giving her drinks and giving her toys, and, like, the whole time he's answering our questions and knocking them out of the park.
0: Yeah, She for started
1: sure. drinking normal water, and now it's cloudy, but you know what? There's no pictures <laughs> of that,
0: right? <laughs> hey, HTL, H2O is H2O. Two hydrogens, one oxygen. That's what it's all about. So, uh, I ordered, are we going to talk about our order, John? Yeah, yeah,
2: let's, uh, here's what I got. Okay, let's hear you first. Started off hot with the legendary hot wings, because we're at Legends, I love wings. We know that. I love dipping them in ranch, and they're shareable. I'm, as you know, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll befriend Alonzo Ball, I'll befriend Tony Azevedo. If he wants to get a, get a wing, he can have one. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, it's a, it's a nice share sharing food, and, uh. That's classic legends. Get the legendary hot wings; they're delicious. You're having a good time. You're talking
0: sports and you're eating wings. Tony, what you got today?
1: I went with the fish and chips. That's what I went for. You know, living overseas, coming back, even though it's an it's an English tradition, it's just it's hard to find a good fish and chips. And I went with that and uh, and a Dos Equis beer. Yeah, I love my Mexican. Beer. I love that nice lime in there. It's a, it's a classy, classy order. Yeah, you're classy. <laughs> you're a classy guy.
0: It's for it's for uh, it's about four forty-five or so on a Tuesday, and I got a rum and coke. I plan on going to AI after this. That's that's my plan, so that's why I got went with the rum and coke to get it going early. Uh, also, got you know we we talked about this before, but I, I looked through the menu. I saw the Reuben, had to get it. You can't pass up a Reuben. Pass it up? It was right there. It's got sour uh, sauerkraut, Thousand Islands, got everything you want. So that's why I went for it. That's
1: definitely usually my go-to. The Reuben as Me- well. Tony, Tony. Tony was eyeing it. I mean, he was he eyeing it, and you know
2: what? Tony's a team guy, and so he was able to uh, to let you have that. And you're kind of lucky that he's he's out of competition right now because he could have easily just crushed you and gotten it.
0: He could he could have <laughs> he could have crushed me and gotten it, but he's heard about me being the chosen one. So he, he and he,
2: he's lost his competitive edge a little bit. Thought, you he know, needs, he's just over there hugging a kid needs, the whole time. And <laughs> yeah,
1: it's
0: just he knows he needs to be careful. <laughs>
1: But then you get in the competitive edge that is like a father, you know. Oh, that's coming. Like, like, that's dude, right think, around the corner. I'm pretty sure she just crawled faster than any kid <laughs> I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> oh, man. We, all right, so we like to uh, end every one of our interviews with uh, like a rapid fire round, rapid fire questions. Uh, we like to call these ones penalty shots uh, because, nice. you know, water polo. Yeah, a little water polo term because we're big water <laughs> polo guys around here. He, he as, got as that, that one. He, he was able to keep up with that <laughs> I, one. I, <laughs> <could tell. laughs> Uh, so we're going to be at, we're going to ask you questions, and you can, like I said, rapid fire. You just you just you know answer it real quick. Okay. Uh, I'll start with it. Most famous person you've had a conversation with? Kobe Bryant. <sighs> Jeez. Awesome. Favorite sports movie?
1: Uh, Major League. Oh, nice. Is there a a, a famous
0: water polo movie? Do we need to make that one?
1: We need to make that. That's hey, thirty exactly for thirty. Thirty for thirty. Could be you.
0: Trust me, this is something we have been talking about <laughs> oh man that's the best hey, can we get in on that though yeah like, w- you need an interview they need an interview somebody I, I got i got it all right I feel you, like got, we you got a couple
2: budding uh, podcasters yeah. that could be the next like <laughs> we know Matthew quite a bit McConaughey, about i don't know
0: <laughs> french toast or swedish mas- massage swedish massage wow uh, if you could live in any tv show which show would it be seinfeld oh that's you're talking to a couple wow. seinfeld guys right that's here beautiful who's your character
1: jerry Okay. Jerry I mean, George is hilarious. Yeah. He, he makes it, but Jerry's my guy. Dude.
2: Okay. I just Jerry's like my guy. Okay. What's your favorite Gatorade flavor?
1: Uh, sh- don't like Gatorade. Wow, wow. really? Yeah. Just two. You're water guy? Sh- yeah, I've been a water guy. Are you a propel guy? What's propel? Good like answer. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be a pro. I think guy. it's out of business. Man. Is that still in business? <laughs>
0: that's a Gatorade company, actually. Okay,
1: that's no
2: wonder. They must have like, not given him a sponsorship or something. I don't know. Why. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: thought
1: then funny. Th- I'm a water pole player, then I'd hate everyone. Okay. That's true. <laughs> um, skip shot or upper corner berry? Upper corner berry. Before
0: your matches, what's the song, your go to song that you listen to? Pearl Jam Alive. Nice. Pineapple on your pizza? Yes. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Big yeah, works with pineapple guys. 100. See now we can be real good friends. <laughs> who was your celebrity crush in the 2000 during the 2000 Olympics? Britney Spears. Wow. Uh, she's my celebrity crush right now.
2: <laughs> I, I, I know the music video you're talking about. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your biggest
1: pet peeve? Kids who are entitled. <laughs> <laughs> I like so that. John. <laughs> Just kidding.
0: All right, Robert Ory or Brian Shaw? Robert Ory. Big shot, Bob. Big answer.
1: Uh, if you could time travel, where would you go and when? Man, you know what? I'd probably go to like Paris back in, what is it, the 40s? Okay. It's like uh, all the artists, that whole movement. What, what is that called? The uh, uh, impressionist, yeah. impressionist
0: movement? <laughs> the, the That's loo- what I'm going for. There's a, a huge movie guy. about that the midnight, midnight meteor. Right? I don't know, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I,
1: everyone wants to go back, but I mean, yeah. that's, dude, that's a pretty sweet stage. And now I haven't even seen the last Game of throne, but if that really serv- was a time, like, get me back there.
0: <laughs> dude, that'd be sweet. You big Game of Thrones guy, huh?
1: <laughs> yeah, no, actually, I, I don't have time to watch, but I did start watching at the beginning, and I loved it. Okay. I so, haven't seen the last couple seasons.
0: We'll get you over to our place. You could come watch with us. Uh, one meal for the rest of your life.
1: Pasta la Carbonara. Okay, I, like that. That. I thought
2: you were going JoJo special. Ooh. That would That
1: would oh That awesome. was close. That it, that popped up. Yeah.
0: What is your favorite podcast? Nine oh eight. That's on top. Uh, the- wow, he knocked that one out of the park. I love that, Tony. <laughs> thanks, man. I appreciate you uh, joining the show with us. Uh, thanks for supporting your favorite sh- your favorite sports podcast. Shoot your shot. <laughs> Can't wait to have you on again. Can't wait to watch Game of Thrones with you. We'll see you at JoJo's, the Annex, all that good stuff. Uh, check out our video with Tony uh coming up later on but um, it was great man appreciate it awesome Thanks, thank you guys man it's an honor
2: <laughs> oh man i feel like wow it's like i come over it's like i don't know what to expect i gotta be honest i come in it's like a little like i'm trying to get my bearings there's cartoons your mom and it's like you still got it
0: all right hell of an interview with tony azevedo first of all if you're still listening thank you stop this episode and check out part two if you want to check out misty may